Tales of Our Youth is a project Chloe and I started in hopes of promoting honesty and vulnerability, normalizing all the feelings that we all feel. We want to make you feel included and appreciated, and the point is to get an honest reflection upon our past and talk about the lessons that we've all learned. The way we did this was we sent out a Google form and we had individuals anonymously fill it out, answering a few questions that we felt are deeply thoughtful and um, pro- promote reflection. And yeah, today we are just going to be reading some of those responses and giving our takes on them. Hi guys, I'm Chloe. If you didn't know, yeah, as you heard in our intro, we we got a a little project. We got a big little thing going on. That's a that's an oxymoron. A big little thing. A big little thing. Thing. (laughs) (laughs) So um, basically, I mean, you already heard this in the intro. This is inspired by stories from strangers, which is a TikTok Mm -hmm. series. If you've seen it, you've seen it. Um, if you haven't, go check it it's out. A it's a very interesting series. I thought cute. it was really cute. And I sort of, Chloe and I sort of wanted to do the same thing, just sort of with people our age. because mm-hmm. Perspective. A lot of things happen when you're, when yeah. you're a teenager. So we and it kind of goes um, unseen. Yeah. So what's going to happen is today we're going to go through a set of answers. We'll do one answer. Well, a set of questions. A set, a set of, of questions. questions. One answer each. We're going to go through one answer to each question. Yeah. Every once in a while. The answer we think is the most... Um, interesting or thought-provoking yeah. and then we'll give our little takes on it yeah and yeah we'll just do a deep dive on each one yeah it'll be nice to hear what other people think and also and so our own perspectives because i feel like we have different perspectives yeah, from sure. each other as well and sorry i'm getting comfortable yeah you could hear it you could the hear first the first question is what is one piece of advice that you live by slash what is your life motto okay that's honestly a really good question uh, so for this question, someone said they had two different parts of their response. The first part was we are supposed to change. And then the second one was perception is almost, um, reality. Like we are supposed to change. Yeah. Like, like we're meant to change. Yeah. Which I honestly, I think both of those are very good. Um, starting with, um, Let's we are, yeah, like change. Yeah. That's a necessary part of everyone's growth and identity. I feel like regardless of whether or not. It's for the better or worse. It is yeah. necessary and it's inevitable. Um, we've talked about this a lot on the we podcast. Because I mean, because we're constantly undergoing change and, and yeah. we're also conscious of that change. Yeah. So, I mean, we take note of it and we address it. Um, and even if you don't take note of it and you, and you don't acknowledge it, I feel like there is still noticeable change that everyone goes through at some point or multiple points in their life. Um, and I just think it's something that needs to happen. In order, I mean, it's like a necessary part of maturity. That's kind of the basis of what maturity is. And even outside of the scope of maturity, when it comes to just the, the most random parts of your life, change is just, like, it's it's always there. You're yeah. never going to be in, yeah. like, one stable point for the entirety of your life. Exactly. That's just never going to happen. We're also very much at that age where we are sort of figuring things out, gauging mm-hmm. things out. So if you are sort of, like, that's why I don't really, like... Um, sort of this idea of like a niche. Um, it's all temporary because like you can have a niche temporarily. Yeah. But the crowd of people that you choose to stick with will change until you are finally settled. But then again, like that you'll point, probably that point change of, again. That point of settlement. Like when do you ever reach that point? Yeah. You have to like reach. I think you have to reach 
like such a high point of self-satisfaction in order to truly be like oh i'm settled and even then is that like a real tangible ending that people can reach like being in a state of like okay i don't need to change a single thing about my life i don't need to change a single thing about myself or how i interact with others i'm perfectly content with literally everything i don't think that's possible yeah i like personally i don't think that's possible you can have like all the money in the world or like everything that'll make you happy um for the lack of a better phrase but i don't really think it's realistic to say that you can attain a state where you're content with absolutely everything about your life because there's always going to be something that you're you're going to want to and you will change even if it's small things like the way you address other people the way you act around others or towards yourself even and i feel like that's just a never-ending cycle yeah that makes sense i think that like self-actualization is something that is almost a hundred percent it literally is actually there's no way it's not there's no way it's possible but it's it's 100% 100% impossible at our age to figure out to be fully settled and be self-actualized because we are constantly going through new things, constantly experiencing other things. And the way we perceive those things change who we are and sort of change our mentality, change our perspective on everything. And I think that we are such a, we are at such like a malleable age, like where everything that happens around us has an effect on us in one way or another. And I think that there is sort of just you sort of just have to accept the fact that like you're gonna change and that's what that's what's really important in especially in like the high school phase where you're it's not like you're hopping around friend groups but you're sort of finding people that you would be friends with for a good amount of time and i will say that my friend group has stuck like the four of us we've stuck around for all four years surprising amount of time Um, yeah but that is not to say without like bumps on the road like mm-hmm. we've had issues we've had arguments we've had conflicts but there's been a lot of change that's been a lot succeeded of all of and those events the four of us i'm talking about me and chloe's friend group here we we've changed dramatically like we still mingle well we still talk to each other well but to a certain extent we've changed a lot yeah and and it was like it was inevitable it was it was gonna happen and the implications of that are still unknown and you just i think in order to realize you just have to understand that you are changing and that you are constantly changing the world around you is changing things that are things that seem to be satisfied in one moment or things that seem to be settled in one moment in a day or two could could become utter chaos like it just like completely blows out of proportions because things change the weather changes every second it probably like it the weather fluctuates it happens you know things things happen like it, there's yeah. so many things i think we talked about the, we talked about this in our college episode but so many things are out of our control yeah it's, and and i would say even our identity is out of our uh, out of our control i mean even going back to the college episode i remember you brought up like a, a certain point about how much like we could change with regards to our subs and our writing I mean, you could feel one way in October or November before you submit your subs. But then if you reflect back on it in like March or April, you're probably going to have like a completely different, maybe even like the exact opposite point of view that you would have had a few months prior. And that's just a few months. That's just a few months and a few like weeks of school um, every month. I mean, imagine how much change you could undergo if it were a few months or a few years or like even comparing different chapters of your lives or exposing yourself to different people and environments with um 
also consideration of the time aspects that play into it as well there's just so much that goes into it and i feel like it's virtually impossible to reach a state where you need or will undergo no amount of change just because of all of the confounding factors and also just like the effect that time and the people you surround yourself with um have on you yeah and i i think that a big thing about sort of control and sort of identity and change is that the one thing we really do have control over is our thoughts is what we think about a certain thing um which is also very heavily influenced by our previous experiences with said thing but we do have in some essence control over what we think about certain things in our mm-hmm. thoughts and i think that really goes into the the second part of this which is perception is almost reality and the way i saw that was sort of life is what we make of it and how the way we view certain things the way we view change is sort of how we decide to live our lives if you can be very resistant to change but then the world moves at a much faster yeah. pace like you like <clears throat> you sort of have to force yourself to move at the same pace as I guess the universe in in a way because um, things are always happening. That's like the number one thing that you have to acknowledge is that like things are changing. Things could be changing right now with all of my social relationships. In this very moment, as I'm recording this episode, there could be something going down somewhere else that will never know, and I'll never know until like it actually genuinely affects me. But I think that the way you view it, and I think that how you decide to view every little bad event that happens everything that negatively affects you that sort of affects how you see life you can let um you can like say you're say you say you're say you broke up with somebody 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 that you broke up with and you were in a relationship with them for two years right say you broke up with them how i think how you choose to view the breakup strongly affects how the relationship changes you as a person if that makes sense no i I agree say like say you broke up and you ended on bad terms for both examples i'll use it if you ended on bad terms but if you ended on bad terms you can view the relationship as a complete shit show um you can view it as sort of just you can throw it out and pretend it never happened have very negative emotions towards it but then but then what do you learn from it right like what do you what do you take out of that relationship besides the fact that it was bad on the other hand you can also see it as oh it was a learning experience taught me a lot about who i am as a person what I want in a relationship, then that sort of becomes your reality. And then you're sort of, I think that reality has like levels. I think that like you have to be sort of constantly pushing yourself into the next level. And I think that a good, a good way of doing that is sort of perceiving certain things in the right way. And I'm saying you can't think things are bad. Certainly a lot of bad things happen, but I think that letting, like not letting those bad things consume you and consuming your thoughts is a really is really important to how we decide to view our life and reality as a whole. I agree. And with the perception thing, I viewed it a little differently, but still kind of on the same note. I feel like um, with perception almost always being reality, I saw it as like if you start to perceive a certain thing um, in a way that's far into your usual behavior, then that's kind of the start of said change. And that's the start of, um, I guess, a new altered reality that becomes your regular reality if that makes sense like i guess we can talk about like the relationship thing again for the sake of continuity 
if you're in like a, a relationship and then all of a sudden you your perception of like certain aspects of the person all of a sudden changes that's not really something like you do have a certain amount of control over so, certain things that you think and um do but in terms of like your perception with people or of people that's not really something you have as much control over and then if you know you start to perceive this person as one way or another um that might not be so positive as opposed to how you did a few months or weeks prior then that's kind of the start of like a sort of change that might um start to take place in your mind and something that you might need in the future if that makes sense so i feel like for me the the whole perception part of that response is more geared towards how your perception can inevitably lead to like a domino effect of change that occurs in your life and it doesn't just have to be with relationships of course but it could be with almost everything I mean if you start like your perception of certain things it really dictates how you act and how you approach almost anything in your life and if you start to perceive something in a drastically different way or even a slightly different way that's also going to change how you act and how you view yourself or others or really just anything else um with regards to your behavior and then that kind of leads to like i said earlier just a string of changes yeah that could completely change um who you are as a person or even just slightly change a certain aspect of your life exactly i think that that is 100 percent how how it should be said and i think that what's important is also knowing that like just because it is a certain way it that like just because life is a certain way um doesn't necessarily mean you have to i don't know how to say it but like doesn't necessarily mean that you have to accept it immediately change can be good change is good change can be good it but it's also something that requires adjustment it's not something yeah. that like you sort of it happens and you're like oh well it happened like yeah like you're gonna you're gonna feel the effects of it no matter what it is it, like, it's a it's a case-by-case case basis but it, it changes depending on what it is and i think that and i think that it's definitely something that over time <clears throat> is something that you learn and if you reflect back on your life you're like oh wow like it, things just changed especially with like the acceptance part i feel like accepting something that you don't see as normal or, or something that isn't really um a part of your usual can be very difficult especially if it's something that you like in the past haven't really seen as a good ha- haven't seen as a good thing and this kind of goes back to the college thing where yeah. it's like, oh, you get into this good co- like this college or you have to move somewhere or something like that. In the moment, you know, trying to accept that idea or just thinking about the, like, the idea of it at least, it probably does feel shitty if it's not like something you immediately wanted in the first place. And it is going to feel shitty. It is going to feel bad. Accepting it is probably going to be the most difficult thing. But then after a while, after like, a good amount of time that passes after that change has occurred or is in the process of occurring, then I feel like that's when you start to um, move away from those more negative and pessimistic feelings that um, kind of garnered in your conscience before. Agree. <laughs> I, like was, I feel eh? like it was a re- relatable point. Yeah. Um, What's the second question, Chloe? So the second question is... Oh, also a question I really like. So, Brandon, the second question is, what is an important life lesson that you have learned and how did you learn it? All right. And the answer we chose was... <clears throat> Drum roll. Drum roll, please. 
I learned that I needed to be very patient with everything, especially myself. I've struggled with mental health for a while, and when I do self-reflect, I know all the past decisions I made that I regret were all in the spur of the moment. Allowing myself to be patient and just wait it out, it makes a huge difference because I'll know, I know I'll be okay if I just give myself a minute to breathe. There's a lot to unpack in that statement. With the patience part, I remember, like with the patience and kind of the pacing of everything. Yeah, I completely agree. I was 100%. the exact opposite. I'm I'm a generally impatient person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very I, I'm just very impatient in general. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, for the lack of I mean, for the sake of relatability, I'll just talk about school. With my patience, I kind of and like pacing as well. I kind of wasn't patient with, with myself at all, especially with like mental health and school assignments and stuff. So instead of just like waiting to see how certain things would play out, if I gave myself a minute to breathe, I kind of just said, okay, I don't have time for that. I'll just tough it out. I'll like pull all these all nighters um, every other night for the schoolwork and everything. And I'll just see um, the immediate gratification of like, you know, seeing the grades and seeing everything rather than um, taking the time to kind of chill out a little bit. Um, even when I probably could have after college results, um, and just see how everything would have played out in maybe like a month or two with my grades and also my mental health. If I did take that chance to breathe and if I did take that chance to kind of give myself a minute to calm down, but because I'm just like, I'm not a very patient person. I didn't do that. And I still don't really do that. So I'd rather like, I usually just find myself focusing on like the instant gratification of like getting all these things done, even if it's at like the expense of my mental health and also like partially my physical health with sleep and everything yeah i can attest to that what chloe just said yeah but for me i'd say when it comes to life i'd say that i'm very patient um because i was talking about this the other night with a friend and my life currently is not where i thought it would be Mm -hmm. like at all like not even in the slightest like nothing lines up besides for this podcast like that's that's the only thing that lines up everything else in my life where I'm going to college, where, like, my current relationship status. Like, none of yeah. this, none of that is how I imagined it at all from a few months ago. And I think that the only reason why I've chosen not to take it to heart or taken it to offense is because I've sort of taken upon this, like, virtue of, like, patience. And just, like, and knowing that, like, perhaps maybe if I, maybe even if I take a certain route, the end result will be the same or the end result will be even better. And I think that like toughing it out until there is a true like result is something that I've sort of stuck by for a really long time. And um, being patient is something that I've really had to train myself to do because I, I'd say even like a year or two ago, I would have was very snappy, was very like, Oh, this has to happen now. Like, like if this happens, it happens now. And, I'm, and I've generally been a very impatient person. And I think that there's still hints of it now where I'll like yearn for something fast only because I think the only the only times when I truly become impatient is when there's like a void that like I mm. feel needs to be filled. And obviously the faster it gets filled, the better. Yeah. But like instant gratification. Extent, you still have, exactly. Instant gratification. And you just have to like wait it out. And I think that patience is very important. And a, another thing I wanted to bring up is regret because this person talks about regret in their um uh in their uh response response. and i think regret is very interesting because 
do you can you like are you ever truly regretful of anything the thing is it honestly depends on the context but when it comes to i mean like a general sense of regret when i do feel like i feel regret i feel like it's more so that like i'm missing out on certain aspects of what i could have missed out on but i don't i feel like i don't really feel like a wholehearted sense of regret because of there's usually a reason why i chose what i chose and why i did what i did and with those feelings of regret it's more like oh i have this little sense of fomo because i might have like missed out on like x y and z right but the reason why i made this decision might have um been more important and it might have been better for me and what i want for myself um than if i chose something else if that makes sense no i get what you're saying for me regret has sort of never been there for me i can i think i can positively say that like i don't really feel regret because the way that i view things this sort of goes like the whole the, the whole perception thing but the way that i view things is sort of if it happens it happened like even if no matter how much you regret that it happened it still happened so yeah. there's no point in feeling regret <clears throat> or thinking that something shouldn't have happened because every experience is a learning experience like everything that happens in your life happens for a reason and i think that like whether good or bad and for me, it's been a lot of bad, but it, it's regardless, it's just things that happen yeah. that I choose to see as learning experiences. And yeah, it sucks. And I wish it didn't happen. But if it never happened, I would be a different person, which is why I think that like when it comes to regret, there's sort of this it, it sort of gets like overridden with like acceptance and mm-hmm. sort of instead of just like being like, oh, I regret oh, I regret doing this or even with college. I talked about how I regretted not doing early decision yeah and well i didn't do early decision like what like what like, are you what gonna, gonna do, do about it? like go back in time and do it like if i could go back in time and do it maybe i would but then again i think i'd be in a very different place now and i think yeah. that uh it, it all depends on how satisfied you are with your current life okay i think that i'm at a good space right now where um it's not universal, obviously, because, I mean, it's impossible for everybody to be in a good space at any given time. But I think that, like, for me, it's sort of been, um, I'm, I'm, I'm living my life right now. This mm-hmm. is the life that I live. And the things that happen, happen. And they're the reason that I live my life the way I live it now. And am I, like, unhappy with where I am in life right now? No. Am I satisfied? No. Um, I think I'm sort of just... Living. like a middle ground just, like, okay life that makes sense yeah. with like the whole um if it happens if it happens viewpoint i will say that's like the one thing or the one part of my uh i guess my identity or like how i view things um that is extremely patient mm-hmm. like yeah. i honestly like brandon has been ha- has I seen it's like <laughs> when it comes to like that sort of stuff like oh if it happens it happens i really don't care right. as in like i don't care if something happens if it happens sure if it doesn't sure i really do not care like when i say that it sounds like i'm just saying but i genuinely just don't give a shit like i just don't give a shit the impatience comes in like the pace of life that i like to live like i like to like i like to live a very fast-paced life where i'm always keeping myself busy hence like the work and the school and the the extracurriculars and stuff but when it comes to like that sort of stuff like life um on a larger standpoint with like the anticipation of certain things happening and certain things not happening, I couldn't care less. <laughs> like, I don't that's care. Real. That's real. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes but sense. I do like keeping myself busy. That's yeah, where the impatience, com- yeah. impatience comes from. Um, 
Moving on to the next question. Yeah. The third question is, what advice would you give to your younger self? These are all really good questions, and all the answers are really good. Um, I feel like we have enough responses to talk about this like forever. Yeah. But we'll, we'll limit it to one a day, one per episode. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out which was the response that we picked. Because <laughs> they keep changing orders. Just choose one and say it. Okay. Choose one that you like, and then we'll talk about Um. Honestly, I like a few of these. I mean, they're all very relatable for everyone. Um, I think the ones that I like the most are to open up and to find the happiness. In the, we'll start with the happiness in the little things because it's a shorter one. Uh-huh. Um, but this response was just, if you find the happiness in the little things, it'll make life just a bit easier to get through. That's so true. And then the second one is to open up, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The people around you are just as insecure as you. Um, mm, that let's part. Okay, yeah. Because I actually just read the entire yeah. open up one. I was like, <laughs> I agree with only certain parts of it. Um, in terms of the happiness one, I think that's a very important thing very, to go by because the thing is, this is also like the impatience. This kind of ties in with the impatience part Yeah. where if you're just anticipating um, Big things. huge things to bring you happiness and yeah. joy, like getting into your dream school, getting like a six figure job on like the first day of the interview yeah. or whatever, then like you're probably going to be disappointed a lot. Not to say like you're not going to get any of that, but that's kind of just the reality of what life is. It's half disappointment and half happiness. Exactly. And if you're just anticipating those big moments of like cathartic, just joy, yeah, it's not really. It might not work out the best for you. Yeah. But if you do choose to focus on like the the happiness that little things bring you, like someone, like any little thing that might give you like a little giggle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. I mean, then it kind of gives you a buildup almost, yeah. or it gives you like something to like keep yourself going. Like ex- that response kind of just worded it exactly yeah, how I would yeah. have worded it. Yeah, I think that especially um, with this, with the response about ha- finding happiness in the little things, it really helps give you some. Like, it really helps to give you something to look forward to. Yeah, the little things, and I think that like, especially because um, if you are a second semester senior. It probably feels like quite an awkward time in our life right now because yeah. we're sort of transitioning into quote unquote adulthood. I mean, we're not really adults, but, but we have like the little things to look forward to, like the end of our senior year, exactly. all of those little like events yeah. and things that characterize that time yeah. in the sh- very short-lived high school life yeah. that, that people kind of anticipate. Going. Yeah, um, and I don't think it's a bad thing to like try to enjoy the little things as much as you can a lot of people try to shit on it just because they think it's so like insignificant and mundane and they're too cool for the little things but i think that's stupid and it's yeah. a waste of time it's all on, it's all literally spend your time how you want to spend it yeah. if you want to if you want to like have the best prom of your night or the best like formal of your night go for it you can make it fun. like but go I for think, it i think a big part of it is mentality if yeah you, if you see something as miserable you're gonna feel miserable about it mm-hmm. you feel, like uh, you that's sort of have like, to that's see the it. perception is reality yeah, thing yeah and it sort of all ties back to that whoever wrote that response you're an actual <laughs> genius yeah because perception but, is reality almost all the time yeah. and, and this is like a prime example with, of that like all the little things right there's a, there are things that in there are things in my life that are happening that i sort of like little things that i'm just like oh like this makes me happy in the moment and yeah. i can sort of think about it Yesterday I got my license. I wouldn't say that's a little thing, but it is. It's definitely like, like a, a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing that can happen to anybody. Yeah. Like you can, I mean, not anybody, but if you, like 
it's not like life changing. Mm-hmm. Getting a license is not life changing, but I got my license and or it like, made me happy. Even like getting a compliment in the street. Yeah, those are the little things. Yeah, like, like getting a compliment things. in the street, getting like just little things. It's like the most insignificant things that you would think of could make you. They could make your day. Yeah, like those little things. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I th- yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the response is as straightforward as it gets. Like, find happiness in the little things. That's what makes life easy to get there. And I think that, especially um, now, yeah. in this very awkward moment, every little thing matters because, yeah. No, I know which one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a little format. We have a little format. Okay, so questions. for the next question, also a very good question, and it's also a more personal one. Um what is a problem that you struggle with? This one? Okay. When I a problem that I struggle with, this I took inspiration from the videos. Yeah. And it's I a remember, very personal It's a very personal question one that you can and get I a very love big hearing deep the dive answers because it in. really humanizes people. Yeah. And then you and then you read the comments about how so many other people either yeah. empathize or feel the same thing and it's because it's, really it's nice like there's so many things that people go through and it, like as cliche as it sounds people do feel alone yeah when they go through the, yeah. those things so it's just nice to hear yeah. a better so, perspective of it the response that i chose was i struggle with my inner monologue a lot like i swear to god that bitch needs to shut the fuck up <laughs> this is verbatim i hate how i have so much racing thoughts in my head that can be very overwhelming and loud sometimes and it makes me come off as a shy person because i honestly think too much so whatever comes out of my mouth never makes sense and it's just a jumble of thoughts so i choose to just not talk if i really don't have anything to say i love this response i love this response because it's so it's real. so accurate and relatable that, like, for so many people you can go first huh you, you can, can go no, first you, can, oh, you were okay. speaking you were speaking well i think that with inner monologue this is something that i've never been able to put into words yeah and this person did it perfectly whoever yeah. wrote this you're actually a g but like, tickling my feet <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> no that's not what i, I keep moving i keep moving yeah. my feet around and his feet are always there and like, he just strokes my feet um so in terms of the inner monologue it's this is something that i struggle with a lot for the past few years and sort of fighting with within myself because mm-hmm. there was real no external threat, but the only issue that I had with myself was myself. Yeah. And I think that, let's talk overthinking. Uh, overthinking, very big uh, thing, very big issue. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, the person who wrote this response, so many other people do it. Everybody, I, I don't know a single person who hasn't overthought a situation <laughs> ever. Me, I maybe am one of the biggest overthinkers ever. Yeah. I, like, I've been getting better at it, and sort of just accepting things at face value. But with overthinking, it's sort of something that you just have to... For, for me personally, what worked for me was sort of just catching myself doing it. And being like... Calm oh, you're down. Over, like, like, calm down. You're yeah. overthinking. It's not that complicated. Especially if it was like... I'll give an example. If it was like a person that... Okay, as stupid as it sounds. Like, if it was somebody that you, like, you wanted to have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And then you start viewing every little thing yeah. oh, like, oh they're not responding to my text oh they hate me or like oh my god they like they like put their hand like, like touch every my shoulder, little thing with me. like every little thing like you have to catch yourself being like 
all right, like take unless a breather. It's, unless it's explicit, like don't think those things. Because and even like outside of the relationship context, I feel like overthinking is just a big problem. Yeah. I mean, even with random interactions you have with people, just like oh. oh, like no, it happens all the time where it's like oh, um, I'll end up overthinking about some little thing I said because I th- I'll think that like there was a negative connotation or some sort of con- connotation that wasn't really intentful when yeah. it really wasn't there and I'm just in my head, but then I'll just end up thinking about it and dwelling on it a lot, especially with text messages too. Mm. Text messages, talking, mm. the way you act, just yeah. there's so many things to overthink about. And what makes it worse that was also vocalized in this response was how much you just continue to think about it in your own head. Mm-hmm. Like when you overthink, it's not something like you talk about. I mean, no, for most people, not. for most people, it's not something that you, like you talk about with other people, but it's more like you start to spiral in your own yeah, head. And then you yeah. also have like a series of other thoughts about the person or thing or whatever just general thoughts and like you said there's just a jumble of thoughts and it's almost hard to articulate any of it into words because of how much there is there i think it's crazy that like this sort of the responses so far have been so like to the t and have been so accurate and i think that this one what i really like about it is how how this person talks about how it affects their social interaction it prevents them from being outgoing yeah. or sort of and it's they sort difficult. of see themselves and it makes so much sense because when i when i was um i still am a big overthinker but at its peak i was sort of ashamed to interact with other people because i knew that every conversation i had with somebody had with somebody i would leave that conversation and not stop thinking about the conversation because there are times where i've said like a joke to somebody um that to anybody else would be relatively harmless. And this would be like someone that I like maybe recently just met or somebody who's like a newer friend. And then I would say a joke and then and then immediately I'd come home. It would be three hours later and I'll still think about whether yeah. or not that joke was a little bit too far. And then I'll apologize. And then the person would be like, Oh, you're like, don't apologize, nothing to be nothing to be like embarrassed about or like nothing to think be about. Sorry of. Nothing to be sorry for. And then I'd be like, shit, I'm overthinking it. Yeah. But this person probably thinks I'm weird now because I apologize for something so little. Like, it's it's just like a cycle. Like, it doesn't stop, especially when it comes to overthinking. And I think that it's sort it's so real how it consumes you because it really becomes the only thing you can think about. The, the way that you come off to other people or the way that you come off to yourself even is just sort of the like the only thing that you can think about. And I think it really does affect how you interact with other people because it makes you overly cautious. It makes you put on a facade. It makes you not genuine which which then sort of becomes a whole nother separate issue when you're not when you're sort of like having this struggle with identity and like having the struggle with like oh who can i be genuine with who can i do this without overthinking but the reality is when you're an overthinker you don't stop overthinking it's just something that you have to accept and understand and be aware of when it's happening and going back to like the social interaction thing like i was i mean i wouldn't say i'm the I'm, I would say I'm pretty extroverted. I'm not the biggest extrovert, but I definitely used to be more introverted, especially leaning towards like the beginning of high mm-hmm. school and everything. And I think Brandon kind of knows of this as well because we were kind of close at the time. And we were, we were polar opposites, man. I was very, I would say, would you say I was like introverted? No, I just don't think you were. I didn't put myself you, out there. You didn't put yourself out there. You weren't also like. Like, only if I was super close like to you. Like, you also weren't, like, consciously... Like, you weren't active, actively seeking... Yeah, that if life. that makes sense. Yeah. And, like, it's not a bad thing. I just wasn't as comfortable 
um, Mm -hmm. acting the way that I do now around as many people as I do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I wasn't as comfortable acting the way that I do right now around as many people as I do because of the whole like self-conscious thing and like (laughs) and sorry um and just being around that like just anyone that I'm not extremely close with because then there's so much to consider like oh I don't know this person that well so I mean if I act this way are they gonna think I'm weird or are they gonna like like there's just so many things to think about that it's just difficult to articulate and it was just, I don't know, I just really like their response. They're related to it yeah. on, like, a spiritual level. And the thing is, this can be a problem at any age. Mm-hmm. And also with me, my overthinking has never left me. No, I, think I, don't, think just, it ne- I don't think it ever leaves you. I think it, it's sort of one of those things where you just have to sort of accept. Like, you learn to deal with it, but it's still it. going to always be there. But I think that, like, my, I think that with me, it's it's gone gone to a certain point where I'm so aware of it when it happens that it doesn't necessarily affect mm. me anymore. Because, that makes sense. Because then I realize, like, I'm overthinking, and then all of a sudden my brain shuts off, and my brain is like, all right. Like, yeah. My, it's, it's, not like, it's not like I'll stop thinking about it, but my brain is like... You feel like conditioned like, yourself like, to just yeah. not, like, consider it. Yeah, to, to consider it, like, a crazy issue, which yeah. is, I think for me has been the best approach to it and has been the best way that for me to deal with it because i think that um i'll never stop overthinking it's just how i perceive that overthinking perception <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good response whoever wrote that if you're listening mwah, amazing so response questions. wow yeah um can i just pick a, a random question because sure there's li- li- yeah we've so, been talking so there's like we're we'll do a bunch of other oh, episodes on this too Ready? What's something you want to stay the same throughout your life? Oh, okay. When we read this, there are good responses, but there was one. Um, <laughs> wait, What's wrong? I'm lost. It's, I thought, it's, uh, no, it's this one. Oh, I thought this was the one that we disagreed with. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. There was, there was a prompt that um, had an interesting take. But this one is also, I, I also really like. Um, so the question was, like Brandon said, um, it kind of relates to continuity. And most of the responses related to continuity, like work ethic, stability, self-love, confidence, you know, like standard responses. But then one of them said nothing. Mm, As my life motto is everything is temporary, I would hope that everything is truly temporary. And I live for new experiences and people, good or bad, because it is all a part of shaping me to be better or worse and changes something that keeps me hopeful. And I also love this response. I think this might be the same person who wrote um, the, the first one that we talked about. Perception, Perception is, is reality. Maybe. Who knows? Or if it's, if it's two different people. <laughs> then there's better. two geniuses here. better. I think that everything That's is That's such a good response too just because of how like i mean we've talked we talked about change all the time we talked about change earlier change is a very necessary part of a person regardless of you know what type of change that is for their growth it's kind of inevitable and having even if it's one aspect of you um that kind of is thrown under that continuity for the rest of your life for however long it is I don't really think that's possible. I feel like as time goes by, every single aspect of yourself will change. 
no matter what you say or do, I don't think there's a single thing that remains the same or um, remains continuous throughout the entirety yeah. of your life. Yeah. Even if it's something as small as like stability or confidence, I feel like that fluctuates yes. constantly, yes. constantly. You're never gonna, you're gonna, you're never gonna live like an entirely stable life. You're never gonna have the same sense of confidence that you did. 10 years ago or you're not going to have the same one 10 years in the future probably and that i feel like that kind of extends to any part of your life if you really thought yeah. about it and i think with stability it's more of like you can be stable you yearn one, for stability you, you yearn for but stability but you can be stable in one moment but that same stability does not work in the future like, you, do you, do you know yeah because like, the thing is if stability means different things if stability things were a tangible thing then i don't think it would be as important yeah. because you yearn for stability constantly because you can never attain it. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Like there's always going to be fluctuations. If you yearn for stability in your financial life. Okay, great. There's so many other opportunities that you could pursue that might strengthen that stability, but it's never going to stay the same. If you yearn for stability in your social life or in your romantic life or in, you know, or even for like your views of yourself, that's always going to change. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to stay yeah. consistent. And I think that if somebody were to argue this argument, they'd be like, oh, but I've had the same friends forever. But that's because your friends change with you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes, you can have the same friend group for... My mom has been friends with her friends for maybe 20 years. But that's because they've all grown and changed. Yeah, with together, one another. With each other. You, they're not the same friend group that yeah. they used to be. But they're, they're still friends. But I think that's because they change. Mm -hmm. Everybody changes at a different pace. If, if you find a group of people who change at the same pace as you and change in the same direction, go you. But, like, I think that nothing is ever truly continuous. Like no, nothing, I agree. Like, everything changes. Nothing nothing stays the same. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't see myself with the same group of people that I mm -hmm. hung around with my freshman or sophomore year. Like, it's just, like, a very different group. We've become very different people doesn't mean i wasn't happy in that moment or satisfied or, or, you've or just changed in the moment. i've just changed and something and i've found something else that yeah. works for me temporarily because nothing is going to work for me permanently and that's just natural that's exactly. kind of just how life works there's always going to be something different that you're going to want to do in the future even if you didn't want to do it in the past and yeah. i don't think it's anything to be ashamed of i don't i think it's just like it's something that ties in with acceptance. Yeah. And I think that if anything was truly continuous or anything was anything truly stayed the same throughout your entire life, it would be a little boring. You'd probably end up hating it. I feel like it'd end up being boring. Like, I, I feel like things would have to happen to spice things up. I'm not saying that, like, general things can stay the same, but even those things change dramatically yeah. throughout your life. And I think that, um, especially, I think one I can think of is hobbies. Mm -hmm. How if one sport makes you happy i mean freshman year i mean i can think of, even before high school i never touched a single sport never played a sport hated sports like the thought of sports literally made me want to like vomit but now i've sort of reached that point where sports make me happy mm -hmm. playing sports being a part of a team is what drives me and keeps me going and who is i mean whether or not that sport stays consistent say with something like volleyball right mm -hmm. the sport itself i can play throughout my entire life but the people that I play with change. Yeah. And even like sense. you as a player change, yeah, exactly. like exactly. your mentality and everything. So nothing truly stays the same. You sort of just, you have to adjust to your current circumstances for it to fit your, the, the changing narrative that 
is your life. And I also think it's natural to not want things to stay the same, like to not want that consistent yeah. continuity yeah. of it, like almost anything. I feel like you're always going to see something that you think is cooler or better than something that you have in the present. And you're, you might yearn for it and you might try to attain it. And that's just like the natural cycle of change. Yeah. And I, and I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like a lot of people make it out to be, I just think change is a good thing. What do you think is, what do you think about continuity in relationships? Like marriage? Uh, marriage commitment. is a very big thing. And I feel like with things like marriage, it's so difficult yeah. because you're kind of binding yourself to one big continuity. Yeah. And you're restraining yourself. Not to say like marriage is bad. I think marriage is a beautiful thing when it works. But... I think it's a very difficult thing to attain. I also don't even think marriage is continuous. I don't I think, think so that, like, either. People are constantly changing. If your partner doesn't change with you, then that's then that results a in problem. Divorce, and that results yeah. in issues. And I think that, like, when it comes to relationships, you have to find someone who you can learn to live and grow with. And I think that's why marriage is such a difficult thing, because you have to find that one person that you know you can change and grow with consistently and constantly throughout the rest of your lives. And that's almost impossible to foresee. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's so like, I feel like finding a good marriage, like, like a truly good and strong marriage with like all those aspects of change and growth and communication. I feel like most of that, I, I might get shit on for this, but I feel like most of that is luck. Yeah. Like it's a time and place thing. You can get yeah. married to someone that you think that you love in that moment but you, you both grow in yeah. completely different ways or one of you grows and the other doesn't and vice versa and then it doesn't work out and I just feel like it's a very, it was meant to happen or it wasn't meant to happen thing. Yeah. I think that's honestly a big part of why hookup culture is such a big thing. It's because you don't have to worry about continuity. Yeah. Everything, like hooking up with somebody requires absolutely zero, zero effort. Zero effort. You just do it. Like that's that's just like that's what teenagers it. do. And there's no, there's no worrying about like, oh, we have to, like, learn and grow and love each other. Like, no, you just hook up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that is very important. I think the big overarching theme of today has just been change. change. Um, nothing is Change nothing is, is a huge thing. And, and I feel like it's something that you should learn to accept or at least try to keep an open mind with in terms of, like, your acceptance of it because I feel like in the future you probably will look back on that change and you'll see how it's shaped your life for the better or for the worse. But there are going to be a lot of different changes that you will far from regret. Yeah. Even if you feel shitty about them in the moment. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to end it. We have a few more questions, but we, really, we, have, we don't so have, that much many more we have so many more episodes to about talk about. This. And we will talk about this more yeah. often. Just because I feel like it's and a very interesting thing because it kind of yeah. gives us like a deep dive on like, other, other perspectives people, especially yeah. ones we disagree with which exactly. we did not get to we didn't today. get to but we will get to ones that yeah. we sort of because i feel like they're very, it's, it's it's very it's a very interesting thing yeah and if you want to fill out this form um you can check you can find it yeah. you can I, I i'll put the link in the description um you can also find it in either of our instagram yeah bios, i'll also put mine it on the yellow fever instagram or on well. the yellow fever instagram bio um, it's anybody can fill it out. It's completely anonymous. So you can be as transparent as you want. Do you have as, to answer all the questions? No. Yeah. Every, so you can all the choose which questions you're comfortable answering, yeah. Yeah. even if it's anonymous. And that's yeah. it. If you want to, I, I mean, we'd love to hear your responses. If you want your responses shared, 
you can I don't know DM us. You can tell us if you want us to talk about your. If you like have us have an urgent need for us to talk about your response, you can tell us. We'll talk about it. And even if you just like if even if you don't want to answer anything, there is a little feedback thing. Yeah. So even if you're not like filling out the form to answer the questions, you can just leave feedback saying, "Hey, I fucking hate your podcast. Can you talk about X, Y, and Z? I like I'd love to see those because all of our friends are too nice. Yeah. Uh, what if our podcast is just good? Anyway, <laughs> I'm Anyways. Uh, yeah. If and you enjoyed this episode. You can take it away. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, um, you can find us on any other platform. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Pandora, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> um, Yellow Fever, anywhere. We are yeah. literally Yellow Fever everywhere. Um, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I yeah. think you can give us reviews on Spotify too now. So Hopefully. If you can, go for that. Um, we would really appreciate it. all the feedback that we can get. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts so we can see what we're doing. Um, you can follow us on social media at Official Yellow Fever Podcast on Instagram, at Yellow Fever Podcast on TikTok. And from there, you can also find me and Chloe's personal Instagram if you ever need to reach out to us. Um, just don't be weird. Uh, <laughs> and But you'll never know if we post anything on the podcast, unless social media, unless you unless check, check them out. out. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing. That's the thing. And... Hopefully, this will be on a more continuous basis. Yeah, hopefully, no. Hopefully, it, the one thing that will be continuous is our podcast <laughs> yeah. schedule. Hopefully. But things happen. Life changes. True. Things happen. Nothing Good is, tie-in. Is Good tie-in. So, um, we, yeah. already, we already have two episodes. So exactly. that's better than we've done in, in the whole year. So, <laughs> in the last um, month and a half. Yeah. Um, you can do all those good things if you liked. Um, feel free to give feedback. We're very open to suggestions on anything you want us to talk about. We're open about. to change. Open to change, you know? And that's Podcast it. may be coming to a close in the next few months. We'll, have, we'll, we'll avoid, talk about that later. We'll avoid that. We'll talk we'll about that, that later. We'll, we'll address that, that later. We need to uh, confront Yeah. That. But yeah, until then, we'll see you guys next time. We Hopefully will, it's next, next week. Time. Next time. Next time. I won't say next week. I always say that and then we never do yeah, it. Yeah, that's but a big jinx. We'll see you guys next time. Next time. Someday. Until then, keep... Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> have a great life.